This is a HeadGum Podcast. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Tig. Yeah. This episode is... It's tough. It's tough. Because we're talking, we're talking about a tough subject matter. But somehow we still manage to find silly things about ourselves that we love to reveal. Yeah, we'll, we'll veer off topic. We'll veer off topic. But this is like, this is like happening right now. So it's, it's interesting. And I will say the end, we leave on a high note because there's some funny things that happen with our um, fan mail. And then we, and then we find out something about Thomas that I was dying to know. And it's worth it. A little surprising <laughs> and worth it. It's a little surprising. But it's good to know. It, it's it, good to it, know why you know, he did what he did. I see Thomas a little differently now. Well, I did too. You know. When yeah. I saw what I saw, and then when he explained it, it was like, okay, that actually makes sense. So anyway, st- stay till the end, because it'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. Shall we get right to it? Yes, let's do it. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Murdoch Murders, A Southern Scandal. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries. Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. How's it going? Going all right. Yeah. Um... Just a busy little bee. Okay, that's How good. How are you? Same. So, so busy. Same. But we take time for this. We do. We do. It's important. Yeah. We're busy little bees, but we stop everything. We watch documentaries. We do this. And then we record. It's a public service to people. Yes. To snark bulls everywhere. We're helping. <laughs> um, today is hard. This one's hard because yeah. it's about murder. And that, and mm-hmm. I think it's important once again to remind everybody that there's nothing funny about that. There's nothing funny about, um, yeah. Of course, people losing their lives, and so it's a it's a serious matter. Yeah, there's a lot of tragedy. Yes. in this. And that being said, we're a comedy podcast, so mm-hmm. if we laugh during this, we are not laughing at anybody's loss. I can tell you that. No. We're laughing no. because we're idiots. Yes. <laughs> and that's what we like to do, entertain each other. That's right. And you get to eavesdrop on that. Yes. But this is like, this is happening now. 
like the trial is going on now. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with this. Were you? Yes. Yes. Okay, this might be part of the whole thing of when I stopped when you don't know what's going on in the world. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, let's. I'm going to tell everybody what because we do have a lot to get through today. Yeah. Today we we really have like story points. Whereas yes. sometimes... Okay, so we'll focus. Okay, okay here we go. Yeah. Um, today we're yeah. talking about the... Here's the other thing. It's very mm-hmm. difficult for me to pronounce the names because I feel like there are different pronunciations of this name. Yeah, everybody said it kind of differently. Yeah, okay, so I'll, maybe I'll cover all of them in this. We don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So today we're talking about the Murdaugh murders a southern Mm -hmm. scandal it's a 2023 documentary series directed by julia willoughby nason and jennifer first oh sorry i'm sorry and jenner first okay sorry wow that's the most genuine authentic apology (laughs) about mispronouncing someone's name yeah because i usually just barrel through yeah, Jenner but I guess because first. there's so much tragedy here that you... I want to make sure I'm getting it you as feel, right as I can. Yeah. Whose previous credits include Lula Rich. Saw it. We did it. Yeah. Fire Fraud. Did we do Fire Fraud? We did Fire Fraud. And it follows the still ongoing story of several unsolved murders, all linked to the same wealthy South Carolina family. Murdaugh murders... A Southern Scandal is available to watch on Netflix. Oh boy! So their yeah. name, their name is Mur Murdaugh, M U R D A U G H. But I, for until this moment, until like moments ago, <laughs> until I watched it, I thought it was Murdoch. But then some people do yeah. seem to pronounce it Murdoch, Murdoch. But then when yeah. you hear Alex Murdoch. He mm-hmm. pronounces it murder, what murder, murder, and then yeah. his name is Alex, Alex, but then they call him Alec. Do you notice that too? Uh, I don't know if I noticed that, but I think I've talked about this. Oh, my fascination you. with people's names that seem to oh, sort of describe who they are, yeah, like Anthony Weiner, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is weird because Murdaugh, and especially the way... And wait, what would Heinz be? Like uh, your backside? Are you known? Yeah. I yeah. mean, when I was in grade school, some people called me Cheryl Heine. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> they got you. <laughs> they got me good. They got you. And then what are you? What is Notorious. your Notorious. Okay. Notoriety. That's probably better than he- Heine. Yeah. Or, you know, hindsight is hindsight. 2020. So maybe you are good at looking back oh, and I like that. reflecting. Yes. There was mm-hmm. an article once, and that was the title. Hindsight was cute. I've always wanted to write an article about Bonnie Raitt. Mm. Or I've I've hoped that somebody would write something and this isn't exactly like what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. it's more about an article, like yeah. what you were saying. Yeah. So if you like Bonnie Raitt, the article would be underrated. Mm. Or if you don't like Bonnie Raitt, Bonnie overrated. Overrated. It's not too late. You can get that done in your spare time. It's not too late. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Hard, hard pass. It's not that. too late. 
It's not too Bonnie Raitt. Okay. At the beginning of this documentary, we learn that five deaths have been associated with the wealthy Murdoch family. Should I say Murdoch? Murdoch. It doesn't matter. This is just tragic. It's just tragic. In February 2019, a 19-year-old Mallory Beach went missing after being thrown overboard after a boat with five friends hit a piling in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So it's very sad because there were a bunch of teenagers. They yeah. were in a boat at night. They were all very good friends. The guy who was driving was Paul Murdoch. And he had clearly too much to drink and mm-hmm. um, crashed the boat into a bridge, like the piling of a bridge. Mm-hmm. And it was just so, so sad. And this girl Mallory did not survive what I didn't understand was when her boyfriend it was Anthony yeah right yeah when he was yelling why are you laughing remember that moment yeah but who I who was laughing I assumed it was Paul yeah yeah Thomas is shaking his head yes because Paul yeah from from what I gathered was so drunk and out of it Mm -hmm. he didn't understand the gravity of what was going on so Paul is the son of Alex, Alex. Murdoch. And mm-hmm. the this Murdoch family, they've been in this Hampton County, South Carolina, for years, generations. Decades. Yeah. They've they've had the um this big law firm mm-hmm. that Paul's great great grandfather started. The Murdochs have lots of property in that area. Thousands of acres. Thousands of acres. They have, they had an airplane with a landing strip and, you know, they kind of had it all or still, Mm -hmm. still have it all. I don't know. And yet nothing. But yes. So when, when this happened, this, this boat crash happened in the documentary, you know, they basically say that Alex, Paul's father, the night of that accident, went to the hospital and was trying to get people to say that another kid was driving connor Mm -hmm. which is disturbing on a lot of levels yeah I'm, i'm curious like before this boat accident and alex showing up to the hospital to encourage connor you know people to say that connor was driving did you catch on that people thought they were off the Murdochs? This? The Murdochs? Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, it seemed that the other people that were interviewed, that the impression was the Murdochs felt like they kind of ran the town. They had so much money and privilege that uh-huh. they could do whatever they wanted to do. Is that what you got? Uh-huh. Yeah. I just wasn't sure, like, because there's certainly the people that, are like, oh, I can do whatever I want to do. And then there's like, oh, they seemed off. Like, mm. yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. clearly, I mean, they talked about Paul, this 19-year-old who really had a drinking issue. And that he, yeah. he drank, he would drink so much, it seems like he would turn into a different person that they'd call Timmy. Um, and poor Anthony. Anthony was um, Mallory's boyfriend. And he was, he wouldn't leave the area. They couldn't find her. Mm-hmm. They couldn't find her in the water. 
and it was yeah. just a horrible night. And it was odd because they never called Mallory's parents. Mm-hmm. And even one of the other mothers said to the police officer, or the sheriff, have you called Mallory's parents? And he basically said, no, but you can. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to have to be the one to make this yeah. call. So he said, well, well, we don't know what's going on, so we're not going to call them, mm-hmm. which is horrifying. Insanity. Ugh, that was just like, I mean, a lot of this really got me worked up. So you've been very aware of this story. Yes, Like you've because, followed it. Well, I remember when it came out because, it, I mean, I don't want to skip ahead, but I guess it's okay mm-hmm. if we do. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many things that have happened with this family and Mm -hmm. I was only aware of it probably from the the very last incident that seemed to get a lot of Mm -hmm. so anyway we'll sort of skip forward um they did at some point find Mallory's body it was like over a week later yeah just so so sad Mm -hmm. Paul was charged with felony crimes related to the incident And they said in this that he got special treatment. He was never put in jail. Even when he took his mugshot, he he was in a dress shirt. Although when you take a Mm -hmm. mugshot, are you always in like a jumpsuit? There's really no possible way to know. There's absolutely no way to know. So now Paul was waiting for his trial. He was out Mm -hmm. on bail. And he Mm -hmm. moved into the uh, Murdoch's little cabin and he was partying like social media just dr- drinking and yeah which is as though massive uh, tragedy yeah so while we're waiting for this trial mm-hmm. in 2021 alec murdoch called 911 was very upset paul and maggie his wife his son and his wife mm-hmm. had both been shot to death on the family property and the law enforcement kept things under wraps they weren't holding any press conferences alec had told investigators that he took a nap that evening then texted maggie and paul he was going to check on his parents in town at 10 15 he returned home to discover the crime i don't even know what to say i don't like know the, i don't the how deeply disturbed no well here's what we know and what we don't know because at this point, you know, Alec had said he wasn't there. He had called mm-hmm. he had called the police. He said he wasn't there. He came and discovered the bodies. Well, mm-hmm. it's happening now. Alec Alec's mm-hmm. trial is happening now. Which is also mm-hmm. kind of I mean, I guess it happens all the time that this documentary comes out as the trial is going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean things can go on forever. That's true. Too. That's true. So what just happened? I don't. I don't know if you've been watching, but I'm sure you haven't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I completely unfamiliar with this, except for the three episodes I watched. Alec on trial on, you know, on the hot seat. I'm sure there's a word for oh, it. Oh, we have to take a. Oh my god, take a break. Jake, I was about to tell you something. This is very it's important not to my, this case. Okay, okay, okay. It's not. I'm not doing the breaks. I was Thomas about to tell you what, he, what he just said. That just was a game. Okay, changer. okay, okay. But you're always looking down, reading your outline. <laughs> no, I, I have to keep. I, I have to keep an eye on Mr. Thomas. I was telling you. 
Okay, do you want to hear it before or after? We can hear it now. So while he was under oath, he said for the first mm-hmm. time, no, he was actually on the property. So before mm-hmm. he said he wasn't there, and now he's saying mm-hmm. he was there. And when we come back, I'll tell you why he said he was there. We'll be right back mm-hmm. on Tig and Cheryl. True, True story. story. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And we're back on Tig and Cheryl, true story, talking <laughs> about the murder. It's hard. I don't, you have to just commit to some pronunciation. Murder. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Alex, the Murdoch dad, murders. under oath, said, yeah. okay, yes, I was there because they, mm-hmm. because Paul, the son, he had a cell phone. And when they looked at his cell phone, Paul had recorded a video. And Alex, the dad's voice was in the background. And there's a timestamp on it. <laughs> so he's like, oh, yeah, you know what? I was there. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Okay. And then that that's something that made me curious because, of course, it seems like, yeah, you hear someone's voice. Like if I heard your voice, I didn't see you, but I heard your voice on a video. I'd be like, well, that's Cheryl's voice. I know she's there. But how do they prove that it's you if they don't see you? You know, I mean, I think voices are pretty distinctive. Well, sure, but people can do impressions, or you know, if you well, like, like really get somebody down, doing an impression behind on the on the I crime scene. Here, Look, this I just is feel our... like when you when you get into the real nitty gritty and like the the legal aspect of every We're not seeing beat, it. right? Right. So it's how like, can you... you know how a lot of times it's like, oh, that's hearsay, or oh, <laughs> that's this circumstantial. is. Yeah, yeah, well, all of that. But so I guess if you have a lot of circumstantial evidence built uh-huh. up, then you can yeah. say, okay, it's not a coincidence and probably... Coinky-dink. Mm-hmm. I wish, yeah. you know what I wish? I wish an attorney would wish? say coinky-dink in <laughs> during a <laughs> this trial. Is, this isn't this a coinky-dink. Is... Strike that from the record. I object. <laughs> okay, so now in this documentary, we're starting to hear about other crimes that had happened so so this mm-hmm. is like this alone is strange but then you hear then you hear and this is so sad and i i mean it's hard to even talk about but in july 2015 there was a body of a young man named stephen smith i mean he was young i think he was in high school or something yeah. was found on a rural highway at four o'clock in the morning, the middle of the night, he's in mm-hmm. the middle of the road, and mm-hmm. he had died from head injuries. Mm-hmm. Although people just assumed that he was hit by a car. No looking into yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. It's like finding a body in the woods and assuming they fell out of a tree. Yeah. So it's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there was another brother named Buster, mm-hmm. and. This young man, Stephen, was gay, mm-hmm. and they're, in the documentary, they're saying perhaps Buster and Stephen had a relationship. 
and some something happened and people in the town were talking that Buster had done this. Uh-huh. So then what you're gleaning during this documentary is that, oh, the Murdochs were so powerful in this town that they manipulated the police. Everything. Everything. Everyone. Even if you're powerful and you're rich and you're all of these things, how is there nobody I know. within the system that is calling people right. out or, not one or standing up that's saying this ca- this can't this is, be this can't these are these are dead people. This is a family that's missing a child. Yeah. This is I like I can't even imagine. No, I it's cannot just, imagine. It's astounding. And yeah. then they bring up in 2018 Maggie the mom had called 911 and said that their housekeeper Miss Gloria had tripped over the dogs on the the stairs like the steps leading up to the house outside and Mm -hmm. um she ended up dying in the hospital this feels very much like the staircase you know what I mean I know I know yeah and then the case with Miss Gloria who was, you know, the beloved housekeeper. I think she had worked there for, for years and years, and they seemed to all really adore her. When mm-hmm. she died, Alec had told the family, I'm going to sue myself because I'm insured. This property is insured. Mm-hmm. So I will give that money to the kids. Well, mm-hmm. he ended up... He didn't. No. He did no sue himself. He did get mm-hmm. money, four point yeah. three million dollars, and kept it, and kept it. Not only is that despicable, I I have, I'll admit, I've never even heard of suing yourself. Well, thank you for admitting that, Tig. I think it's going to be meaningful to a lot of people. But I mean, I guess you're familiar with that. <laughs> no, it was the first time I'd heard that too. But then I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense i don't know yeah but then you find out later that he had just taken out this policy like two months before this happened Mm -hmm. this guy yeah um so you find out that alex was severely addicted to painkillers and Mm -hmm. and in this once again in the documentary gloria the housekeeper had told paul the son that she had found a baggie of pills taped to the bottom of Alex's bed. And so people were saying that perhaps Gloria knew too much. Which I'm sure she did. I mean... I mean, yeah. If you're living... If you're in the house with these guys, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. But it's it was maddening. Okay. So back in 2021, investigators reopened Stephen Smith's case. And Alec mm-hmm. was caught stealing from his law firm and was expelled. This guy. I mean, this is the law firm that his great-grandfather started. Started. And their whole yeah. family has worked there for generations. And they said, mm-hmm. you've got to go. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting how when it comes down to money, people stand up. <laughs> yeah. You know? And they're like, you got to get out That's of here. That's not You're okay. you money. Yeah. That is, yeah. We're definitely going to kick this guy out. But he's like... Well, yeah. Murdering? Yeah. So what they have found out is that Alec had been stealing millions of dollars over the last Mm -hmm. 13 years. 
Mm-hmm. It's not clear what he did with the money. He says that he bought drugs with it, but that's a that's lot, a of, lot drugs. of drugs. <laughs> I don't know a lot about drugs, but it feels like that's a lot yeah, of drugs. Yeah, I mean, drugs. I know they're probably expensive, but that's a lot. It's a lot. Millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. What has like he been doing like, with I know they're probably expensive, <laughs> but it's, like, yeah, $4 million worth the of... drugs of oxycodone? And how do you say it? Oxycodone? I don't say it. Oxycodone. I think people just say oxy. Yeah, let's just say oxy. But then it sounds like oxy. you're in the know, and then it's like, well, I don't no, know. No, I think if much. people really listen to this conversation, <laughs> they know. nobody's going to be like, those two are in the know. <laughs> <laughs> I've had Oxy before. Oh, how did it go? But not $4 million Not plus. $4 million worth. I've had probably no. $20 worth. Yeah. I don't I've get had... it. And by the way, it didn't. You know, some people are like, whoa. It was... Didn't kill the pain? Maybe it did. I don't really remember. I don't really remember feeling like. It's hard to remember you were on Oxy. <laughs> I was hopped up on Oxy. I, d- I mean, I just remember like feeling like. I don't want to get addicted to this. I know this is a, you know, controversial drug and it's I I know that mm-hmm. it's dangerous. So I was I couldn't relax on it. Let's just say that. Because of yeah. all those reasons. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you want to hear like the next weird thing that happens. I it's suspicious. It's you know, I don't even know if weird does well, Or is it weird? I don't know what you're about to say. No, it's very weird. This is what it really came to this is when all mm-hmm. this came to light for me. Yeah. So Alec, Alex, mm-hmm. was yeah. shot in the head while changing a tire, okay, on the side of the road. Well, I would say this is weird and suspicious. Yeah. I'd say we're right. Yeah, I, we're both right we're, for once. Yeah, tired. <laughs> Alex, he was airlifted to a hospital, and then his lawyers lied about what hospital he went to. So then there was a 911 call that was released Mm -hmm. that Alec had called. (sighs) Okay, I'm just going to say it. It turned out that Alec had tried to commit suicide by hiring his drug dealer to shoot him in the head. Mm -hmm. Which is, a lot of it's weird. What happened in this man's life? What happened? Because you can look at people, you can look at yourself and go, wow, I don't handle that well, or I wish I did this better. And then you can see people around you and go, well, those aren't the kind of people I want to hang out with, or I want to change this about myself. What on earth? And everyone's been through a lot in life, okay? Mm -hmm. Yes. But what on earth? Is this something you are born with like i I just don't understand yeah yeah it's hard to it is hard to understand and hard to that's the thing you spend so much time trying to figure out why yeah all of it why well this particular situation i mean alec has said that he felt like he wanted to end his life and he he didn't want it to be a death by suicide because he wanted his son to get the insurance money Mm-hmm. And so he went, Alec went to rehab for opiate addiction. And mm-hmm. also, if you get shot in the head, mm-hmm. they didn't talk about what the injury was or where it was. Mm-hmm. But 
it seems like that would be very um, intense. Unless it just like... Raised? Yeah, because even seeing him... Now. Now, it doesn't seem... I mean, he's... He looks completely yeah. fine. He doesn't have some scar. Right. Or, it's, it's, and he's the one that called 911 and said, I've been shot, shot in the head. Mm-hmm. We have to take oh, a break, shoots. Cheryl. We will be right back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. We're back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. Mm-hmm. This is a comedy podcast. But no, this is not it's not a funny subject matter. It's not a funny subject matter. We're not talking but... to the president anymore. No. So there's a journalist named Valeria, and she thinks that the plan was to make it look like Eddie had tried to murder Alec. Also, how much of a relief was it when she pops up oh, on I the know. screen? She's just like normal and smart yeah. and like down to business yes. and i'm like more from you please i know because there's a lot of other stuff in this yeah but she thinks that the plan was to make it look like this guy eddie tried to murder mm-hmm. alec and people would also think that he murdered maggie and paul Mm-hmm. And at some point, Alec was arrested by the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, which they call SLED. Mm-hmm. By the way, when I was watching this, I, <laughs> they kept saying SLED, and I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about. And I'm thinking, is that a person? Is that? And then when I, when there was a picture of it, of the actual building, I freeze-framed it so I could read it. I was like, oh. But they all say it like everybody in the world knows what SLED is. Oh, and then right. Sled did this, and then I don't agree with Sled. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, how does everybody know Sled but me? Well, your friend Tig didn't know, <laughs> but there was no freeze framing. No, there was you were no like, questioning. Final. I just went, I yeah. don't know what that is. But anyway, moving <laughs> right, right along. along. So he was arrested. Yeah. Sled arrested him. And he, he had allegedly stolen millions of dollars from his law firm. Mm-hmm. And while Alex, the dad, was in jail, is still in jail, Buster, yeah. you know, the older son, and Alex's mm-hmm. brother were gambling in Vegas. Not a care in the world. Nobody has a single feeling. Yeah, that's true. Even if I had a parent that was in prison, didn't kill anybody was just in prison. I don't even know that you would find me gambling for a decade. I'm not a big gambler, but I'm just saying right, that's, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, to get to that whimsical. I would be doing activities in my life where people would say she has a care in the world. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then when Buster talked to Alex, and by the way, so now he's in jail. And before any of these conversations, and you hear the conversations between them, they say, this call is being recorded. <laughs> and you're an attorney. You and, must know. And they still... But it's like reality shows. It is. Yeah. It's exactly like reality shows where you just, you, you, the people at first are Ca- a, a little, little hesitant and shy. Like, and then yeah. it's like, this is what I do. Yeah. 
Yeah, they people can't control no. themselves. So while they're talking, and Alex seemed excited that Buster was out gambling, and they're bragging about it, and then Alex brags to Buster about um, the sports bets that he's been making in jail, and he won six soups and four meat sticks. <laughs> I also had to pause it. I, I was like... <laughs> I don't understand what I'm hearing. I thought that was code for something. No. And the best part also about that is that there is no, and of course I wouldn't expect it from these people, but there's no sense of humor about it. Like if if (laughs) I was calling you and you were in prison and you were telling me you won meat sticks and soup, there's no world where where you would would be like, genuinely tell me, oh, and hey, Tig, I... I won six soups and three meat sticks or whatever the number And you'd be like, that's great. Yeah. It would be like, listen to yourself. You're you're in jail and you're bragging about winning meat sticks. (laughs) Like, take a second. What's a meat stick? (laughs) I was like, and then what is a meat stick? Like a beef jerky? I guess. Thomas, what's a meat stick? I thought it was like one of those uh, Slim Jim type things. Yeah, beef jerky, right? Is that, is that the same it's as disgusting? Okay. Nothing to brag. It's certainly not a braggadocious <laughs> alert. No, we do need to come up with an opposite of a braggadocious alert. I don't know what that is yet, but we'll get there because that this is the opposite of. You know what it can hmm. be is the sound effect you make when you cross the finish <laughs> line on the fire. <laughs> yes. So we'll have to add that in as frequently as possible. <laughs> I can't do it. You did a good job. Yeah. Uh, shoot. Okay, back to this horrible story. Okay, so now new evidence is emerging. Uh, High-velocity impact spatter is found on Alex's clothes, which means that Alex must have been with Paul or Maggie when they were shot. It's weird, too, because Alec had said, they asked him if, they, if he had touched Maggie or Paul and he said he saw that Paul's phone had fallen out of his pocket so he put it back in his pocket that's an odd decision and so now he's he's been on the stand Alex and they they asked him questions about his wife and about his son and he went on and on about how great they were and he's crying Mm and you know he seems like a nice person when he's mm-hmm. talking on the stand, but then at the same time, mm-hmm. he's talking about all the people he's stolen money from, you know, mm-hmm. people who won lawsuits, and that those people needed their the money, mm-hmm. and he stole it from them. Ugh. Yeah. So it's weird. All, all of it's so strange. It's hard to, I mean, we never really got to the bottom of the shot in the head story. I haven't really gotten to the bottom of any of the stories. Anything. When I think about also what's going on with this guy, I also think the, the generations of power and money and, you know, is is he the result of so much pent up, like... Privilege or... Or just like, it's not fair, I was born into this family. I, I don't even I know. Be- I don't know. That he's just the explosion in the end of well, like 
like some like weird corruption, weird secrets, weird everything, and he just I don't I know. know. I, I'm just it's, trying no, to make sense. It is hard to know because it get like mm-hmm. you're saying. Is it it's nature versus nurture? Was he born mm-hmm. this way? But then it's also odd that his other family members, even his late wife Maggie, she's the one that called the police. I think when. The housekeeper fell. So then mm-hmm. did, was Maggie and I don't know. And the kids involved mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, but Paul, the son, the late son that was driving the boat, clearly he did not mean to kill somebody mm-hmm. that night. That was. See, I, I don't even I don't feel like it's even clear that he didn't mean to kill anyone. It really? almost feels like. See, he's just so reckless and. So reckless. He doesn't care if he dies. He doesn't care mm. if others die. Mm. It's, you know, yeah. like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Well, the Beach family, the young woman that was killed in the, the boating accident, her family has filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Alec that hasn't begun yet. But his trial for the murder of Paul and Maggie is happening while we're recording this. And it's real doozy. Mm-hmm. It's televised. You can't believe what you're seeing and hearing. Mm-hmm. But it also, so everything that I've seen so far, it's not clear, like, what happened. Yeah. But clearly, he's stolen millions of dollars from people that we know. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird reality circus. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know what is real and what's... How are all of these deaths a coincidence? Again, back to the staircase. Right. You know. <sighs> women close to him falling downstairs. Yeah. All the time dying. It's weird. It's weird. And basically, that's the story of, of yeah. this documentary. It's. The terrible, terrible story. It is. It is a terrible story. And I'm really sorry to all the families that were involved in this because it's beyond tragic Mm -hmm. all right well shall we wrap it up so maybe we can maybe we have some good um emails that will take us to a better place yeah that's heavy it's heavy are you ready (laughs) are you ready for happily ever after thoughts will we give our final thoughts on this documentary did you cry I did not. I didn't cry either. Okay. I think we're going to skip our next question that we normally ask because it's, yeah. this was too tragic to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there anything you want to say with True Story Talk Back? No, I think I said it. I would like to just say something to Alec. Mm-hmm. Just for the sake of everybody involved, just tell the truth now about everything that's happened. That's the only Mm -hmm. thing you can do right now. And just show people respect by being truthful. Mm -hmm. It's the only thing you can do now. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna get away home free, go have a great life. Just Just say what happened and then Okay, Tig. That is all for this week's episode. Next week we'll be talking about Winnebago Man on Tubi. This was requested. A lot of people want to see it. Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear some true fan mail? 
Yes, please, I would. Please, please. Oh. Oh. First, many oh. snurkbulls wrote in or commented about Tig's true story Easter egg in your place or mine. Oh, cute. <laughs> oh, no. This is... Oh. Jaglavi. Jagalavin. <laughs> hey, Jabelli. Jagalavin. Hey. hey. Oh, no. Okay. Um, hey, girl. Hey, we saw, we giggled. We are honored that you thought of all of us snark bulls while filming your place or mine. Thanks for being a true friend, Tig, and glad you're on the mend. Of course, we love you too, Cheryl. That's sweet. Um, this is from Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hey. hey. Sarah, hey. Hey, Tig and Cheryl, hey. I just finished the Pamela A Love Story episode, and your listener letter from Nick about online dating made me want to write in. I was cringing and laughing along with you, in part because I used to use internet dating in the early 2000s. Lots of awkward moments, like Nick. However, I did meet my love, and we've been married for almost 15 years. Wow. It made me think about when I first started using the online dating websites, I was sure it would matter which site I used. The Onion had online personals, and I thought if I put my ad up there, surely I would find a good match. This is actually how I met my husband. I think you have enough snurkbulls now that you should consider something for your single listeners looking for love. Oh, my God. <gasps> snurkbulls need help. Can you imagine those dates in the middle of a story? Braggadocious alert. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't work out, scram clown. And if you're into them, let's make national headlines. The possibilities yes. seem endless, and at least you've got something to laugh about at the end of the day. Best of luck to Nick. Thanks, you two, for always giving me a laugh on a Monday. Snurkful forever, Sarah. Oh, my God, that's kind of hilarious. To start a dating site for <laughs> snurkfuls? Yes. Well, you know, it'd be called horny snurkfuls. <laughs> Oh my god. We gotta start a dating site called Horny Snurkbull. Oh my god. Can you imagine all the wedding toasts? Well, when I met Sam Your on mother. Horny oh. Snurkbulls. Snurkbull.com. <laughs> dot org. Dot org. Dot org. <laughs> dot org. Oh my god, this is killing me. I really hope somebody starts it. Please somebody start it. Because I want to hear those yeah, stories. Be... I want to hear those stories. I wonder what the percentage of, you know, single age, circle? gender. Mm. Yeah, I wonder. Mm. I wonder what's going on. Sexuality. Mm. What is sexuality? You know, who you're horny for? Okay, it's not like what kind of sex you want. <laughs> well, that's got to be in there somewhere. We can also add that in. <laughs> you know. You're gonna ask. We're flexible. We're gonna ask people questions that nobody in this day and age Do you like should to be, be tied up. <laughs> Do you like men dressed as babies? Mm-mm. That would be that would be a no starter. Yeah. Although Thomas, which brings me to Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. Yes. On Twitter. Somebody um, tagged me, and they had a picture, and they said, do you know who is in this picture? And it 
it really looks like you dressed as a baby. Okay, I, I think I know. Oh, I think okay. they found this on my Facebook page or something. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yes. Okay, Thomas, you're dressed like There's a baby. There's an old picture bride. of me that you can find dressed like a baby, but I have a good explanation, <laughs> which is that okay, it was. I need to hear It was this. for work. Uh, because I got hired. <laughs> not this job. <laughs> not by me. This was before I worked for TIG. I would work whatever, you know, odd job I could find. And I forget her name, but Joe Latruglio's wife was having a baby. Yeah. And she was having a baby shower. <laughs> and so me and a couple of friends got hired to dress up like babies and hand out, you know, appetizers and... and uh, or d'oeuvres <laughs> at this party and, and take pictures with the guests. That's hilarious. Oh my God. So now that I know you'll do it for a job. Yeah. Huh? Maybe for the live show. Oh my God. Yeah. Would you? Yes. My fee was $100. So. Whoa, and that was oh, back okay. then. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone up. I'll put in 100 if you'll put it's in 100. It's gone up a lot. <laughs> it's gone oh, up a lot. Gladly. <laughs> Gladly, I'll put in a hundred if you'll. Put I think in I had to supply my own diapers and uh, <laughs> like a soother. Though. <laughs> did I tell? Did I tell you? And I, this is probably a bluebell. Did I tell you um, when I was hired at a bachelor party what they hired me to do? What I don't think. Okay, well, if if this starts to be like okay, we've heard this a hundred times, you could stop me. But when I was in my twenties. There was a guy, a friend of a friend, and his his friend was getting married, and he did not want strippers at his bachelor party. He was like, whatever you do, do not hire strippers. I don't want it. So, of course, his friend hires uh-huh. me and this other girl, and we <laughs> we're at the house. The lights go down, and... I mean, these guys were in show business somehow because they had made like a silhouette of the two of us. And it looked like, oh, no, they hired strippers. I don't know what we were dressed in. Something tight, but not like bathing suits or anything. And the guy was so mad. And uh, the lights came up. And we had rehearsed um, different scenes from Tom Cruise movies (laughs) because this guy really didn't like Tom Cruise. (laughs) So the girl, this girl and I did like clip after clip from Tom Cruise movies. And the guys were hilarious because they were like throwing money at us. And we're like, you can't handle the truth. And then we like, go to another scene. <laughs> oh, God. I wish you were anyway, doing that dressed in So I understand, Thomas. What I'm saying is I also was hired to do something at a party that was unusual. Yeah, that maybe you, you've outgrown now. I don't know. For the right price, I'd do it again. <laughs> right. Thomas, you want to go in on 100 bucks? <laughs> sure. Me to wear. I'll spend the 100 bucks you're paying me to hire Cheryl. <laughs> to do scenes from a Tom Cruise movie. And by the way, I mean split 100. You pay 50, I'll pay 50, and we'll get yeah. her to do it. I, I'm just in the living room performing for you guys. You can't handle the truth. And we really had to commit to it, too. That was also part of our deal, that the guy was like, you guys have to take this so seriously. And we did. Yeah. Tig, do you have anything to promote before we hop off? Uh, Yeah, I do have something to promote. I have uh, a show in Boise 
on March 25th. Boise. And then, well, that's how you pronounce it. People always say Boise. But if you're a local or if you've spent a lot of time down there or up there or over there, wherever you live, it's Boise. April 14th. I'm going to be in the Gulfport, Biloxi, Mississippi area. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in Red Bank, New Jersey on April 20th. Mm-hmm. And also, I'll be announcing soon mm-hmm. um, my taping for my next special. But go to tignotaro.com and get all the show information. I have a lot of scattered shows to get ready for the taping of my special. And then also check out Don't Ask Tig, my other podcast. Okay. What about you, Cheryl? You know, Tig, I'm not going to go through my long, long list of things that I'm doing. Uh, I'll let you know when something's, you know, a braggadocious alert. But yeah. Well, should we do it again? Yes. Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabby Kobasic, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>